Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Welcome to my 18th Reflections and Observations episode and the penultimate one for this year. If you haven't heard one of my Reflections episodes before, the concept behind them is that as I allow my guests to speak freely in the interview episodes, there are often moments that don't get fully explored. So these episodes give me the opportunity to expand upon them and dive into those moments in a bit more detail and go on a different tangent and I guess give a little snapshot of what was covered in the preceding episodes in between each of my Solarcast episodes. So I believe that the reason that my guests share their stories, insights and moments is that they haven't shared these before because this is a, a safe space that we create together to do so. And when you're talking about purpose, it does get quite personal. In fact, it was something that the first guest said to me after we'd interviewed. He said that he'd never shared some of those things before and that he felt that this podcast allowed him to speak more freely about life as it was focused on the why and not just on business. And I guess that's what is a core of who we all are. It's not always just what we do. It's why we do it. First episode today is 120, Both Sides of the Lens with Geoffrey Shaw. And a big shout out to Lee Hayes for bringing us together. Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate your introductions to these incredible people that you know. And what an incredible conversation we had. Jeffrey shared his journey of becoming visible and which also co coincided with his coming out and becoming more confident. Jeffrey talks about there not being a division between your personal life and business life and that it's not actually something that's talked about very often at all. And he talks about this lack of boundary on his own podcast so drawing on his experience as a formerly renowned portrait photographer, Jeffrey is used to observing life from both sides of the lens and he sees it as a huge gift in life. Like a photographer composes an image, now as a speaker and a small business consultant, he shows business owners how to compose the often chaotic pieces of running their own businesses to create sustainable success and gain that control that they need over their business in what seems like uncontrollable circumstances. And this episode explored gratitude, impact, chaos, beauty, acceptance, and being overlooked. Jeffrey also talks about the great realisation and the truth behind why being a black sheep is not what you think it might be. He says you can wear 1,000 hats if they all hang on one hook. And he navigates between many things in the course of the day, but he's always directed by a why. And he didn't want to say the why because he thinks that there are multiple whys and layers to each of the whys. Podcasts are an intimate platform. You can share your thoughts, your values. And in this podcast, he really does that. You can connect with your audience. You're a one-to-one. -one. You're in their heads. They're listening to you intimately. 
And in a podcast, you can create a connection with people all over the world. In this conversation with Jeffrey, we talked about values. And let's get back to that black sheep. What is a black sheep? Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I ordered that book straight away and then reached out to the author, Brant Mensoir, straight after. And I messaged him and said, hi, Brant, I loved reading Black Sheep. And as a fellow core values activist, honestly, I believe it's the book I should have and wished I'd written. That's what I said to my husband once I'd finished reading it. I got a message back from Brandt and he said, hi, Amy, this is amazing. My cheeks hurt from smiling. Thank you so much for the kind words. I would absolutely love to be a guest on your podcast. So watch out. Brandt is now coming on and we're going to talk about black sheep. It is a fantastic metaphor and I love the way he's used it to represent core values. Brandt's key message and one which Jeffrey is highlighting is one of authenticity, being true to your core values. The problem that Jeffrey raised, and it's one that I encountered this week with four new clients, was just that he didn't know what his core values were, just as my clients didn't. And they've all been navigating through life blindly without them and wondering why they're struggling to communicate to their target audience, wondering why they can't up-level their business, why they're finding conflict between their work and their personal life. I spent an hour with each of my new clients, and at the end of the session, they said that they found it transformational, illuminating, and that they had no idea that that was what they had been missing all this time. Your values are your foundation, and everything comes from them. If you can't tell me exactly what they are without hesitation, I would say that you could benefit hugely from doing some work with your values. Just reach out to me and I can help you with this. Another point I'd like to share is my shared belief with Jeffrey that you don't need to pick out one thing, that one niche, because as with him, I see everything too. Are you like that? Do you find it hard to shut off the constant activity and just focus on that one thing? When there's so much rich variety in life, it is hard to focus. And if I had to choose one thing, I choose people. I'm fascinated by the incredible diversity of people. One of my favorite pastimes, well, it used to be when we were allowed out, was to people watch, just observe and fill in their backstories using the small number of clues that you get from that sort of moment of just watching them as they passed you. Do you people watch? It's always been something I've loved doing, sitting in restaurants or on holiday or in busy cafes and just simply watching people pass me by. They're so fascinating. And I guess you know that too, because that's why you're tuning in to hear all these wonderful conversations which I have with people from all walks of life. Essentially, this podcast provides me with an opportunity to stop those people who would usually just pass me by on the street and have that rich conversation with them, dive deep into the core of their life and root out their why. Focus on why. The show is literally a window into a world that usually has the curtains firmly pulled across. And here you get to see both sides of the lens. So peel back the curtains and peer in because you are invited to look for a brief time only. And it's a privilege. It's a pleasure. 
and I'm grateful to all my guests for sharing such personal experiences and thoughts with you and me. So going back to Jeffrey's point about focusing on one thing, having that niche, he speaks of it really coming down to your unique perspective. And that was almost going to be the episode title for this one. You have a unique perspective. Your life is unique. No one else has experienced what you have, seen what you've seen, heard what you've heard, felt what you've felt. Therefore, you have a unique focus in life. And don't forget that. It's what makes you, you. It's so easy to take it for granted, but you're special. No one else is like you and never will be. You are unique and you have a wonderful opportunity to share with others your unique perspective. How do you share your values and your uniqueness with others? Next up, episode 121, Take Intelligent Risks with Dan Kent-Smith. Yep, another LinkedIn consultant. And Dan is my third one on the show. Sam Rathling was the first. More recently, Tony K. Silver. And now Dan Kent-Smith. So why another professional working with LinkedIn coming on the show? Well, purely because there is so much potential within this platform and each guest has shared their unique perspective demonstrated in their approach to the platform's functionality. Dan wasn't the first and he won't be the last. This platform is evolving and if you're anything like me, you're likely to be scratching the surface of what can be leveraged and gained from using LinkedIn in the way that it has been designed to be used. It was 2012. Dan Kent Smith had a sales department role and was using LinkedIn when he spotted an old work colleague of his working for LinkedIn. And he reached out to her to introduce the company he was working for. And she responded, Dan, I'm glad you called. I've got a job for you. Well, Dan didn't see that coming. And this is where his LinkedIn journey started. He joined LinkedIn soon after and stayed for almost five years, working with some of the biggest companies. And today, Dan uses that knowledge to help execs, sports people and companies to future-proof their career and business through LinkedIn. When you mix your passion with your vocation, with your mission and your profession, you know, guy style, you find fulfillment in your work. And this is what Dan Kentsmith has done, founding his business Nextplay. Dan's why is to serve people who want to future-proof their career and business, help them to identify transferable skills to build and maintain their greatest assets. He says, if you've got an idea you think could go somewhere, check it. Think, can you do this? Can you talk to the right people? Can you actually push through with this? It's about taking those risks, even though you've got that fear inside, the butterflies in your stomach. Should you do it? Yes, you should do it. Go for it, he says. So take intelligent risks. For him, it's absolutely key. So what are intelligent risks? For me, it's about being willing to try new things, to step out of your comfort zone, to fulfill your vision and your mission and be prepared to fail in life. Not everything will be a success. However, there are always learnings to be found. If you're not prepared to take risks to grow, you could fall foul of potential stagnation. Are you prepared to take an educated risk, a calculated risk, an intelligent risk? Risk-taking is in the DNA of LinkedIn itself, as Reid Hoffman and his co-founders took their vision of the company into becoming a reality 17 years ago. 
take intelligent risks is one of LinkedIn's core values. And they even have designed a specific framework that they use to enable their teams to take intelligent risks to propel both themselves and the company forward. There is a LinkedIn article that's been written all about this, and I'll put the link into the show notes as it's something worth sharing. But the core three elements of that framework are evaluate upside to downside, consider expected outcome relative to cost, seek balance. All valid imperatives where you determine what you stand to benefit from and how much you stand to lose. Asymmetrical benefits are the rare unicorns where there's minimum risk and maximum return. LinkedIn seeks at least three times upside to downside to be deemed as an intelligent risk. And as the phrase goes, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. This has been attributed to so many people if you Google this phrase. And I know that Rob Moore uses it as his signature strapline. And there's a lot more to be said about it. And in that LinkedIn article written by Mike Gamson, he says, you can only take on risk by doing nothing at all. The world isn't standing still and other people are moving forward even when you're not. Standing still can expose you to more loss. Sobering wisdom to reflect on. Next up is episode 122, Be Kind to Yourself with Kim Adele Platts. And another shout out, this time going to Helen Chorley for bringing us together. We had an absolute blast in our few phone calls together. And in this episode, there are some heart tugging moments. And there are so many different elements that I could pick up on just to explore a bit further. How do you see your own blind spots? Who leads leaders? How do you cut through the noise and learn to like yourself? What do you do when the dreaded imposter syndrome kicks in? And how do you master self-talk? Well, I guess the secret to all of these is a simple. When you learn to be kind to yourself and learn to like yourself, you cut through the noise, master your self-talk, and you see the true power of your thinking. Kim Adele says... You can't pour from an empty cup unless you learn to be kind to yourself. At some point, you will run out of steam. Kim Adele shared so much vulnerability in this conversation, and I'm grateful to her for doing so, as it has led to so many people reaching out to me to share and to Kim Adele to share their stories and how they related to her experiences. One of the key messages that Kim Adele shared is that if you don't learn the lesson, life will repeat itself until you do. It's true, and it can get pretty brutal if you don't pay attention to the lessons that life is trying to teach you. As Kim Adele says, there's often a lesson, a blessing, or both. When you're strong for yourself and you recognize and harness the power of your thinking, then you can leave an impact. Kim Adele quotes Pablo Picasso, who said, The meaning of life is to find your gift, and the purpose of life is to give it away. Is your gift unique perspective? As Jeffrey said, well, what is your gift and how are you giving it away? Kim Adele believes that your greatest gift is to lend your belief to others, because if you lend others your belief, they can then find their own. The Focus on Why podcast was created on this very principle that each guest would lend their belief to you as the listener. By sharing their journey with you, they allow you to learn from their mistakes and learn from their successes. Each episode strengthens a different part of you and empowers you to take action and pursue your own dreams, believing that it is possible. 
And it goes right back to episode eight, where Anna Parker Naples said, anything is possible when you get visible. And in my newsletter this week, I wrote about the importance of visibility. Growing up, it wasn't as easy as it is today to be visible. There was no internet, no mobile phones and no social media. The closest I ever got to being visible was featuring in a friend's poorly taken photo where I first had to peel off the quality control advice label to reveal my blurred, out-of-focus face. When working in the 90s, I communicated with clients via telephone, letters, faxes. For years, I was only visible to a relatively small number of people. How technology has evolved since then. I guess 2012 was a pivotal year for my visibility, particularly online. I won an Oscar. No, not that type of Oscar. An Outstanding Service to Cricket Award, which was shared on social media by the England or Wales Cricket Board, the ECB. I was also a team leader, games maker at the London Olympics and sported the incredible uniform. And I was visible to the whole world, albeit for two weeks only. I remember traveling on the train to and from the events and everybody wanted to talk to me. It's not like that on the train nowadays. In 2016, I started to network in the property industry and my visibility grew even more. In 2018, I started speaking at network events, began hosting a network event and regularly posted on social media. This started to open up new possibilities as I connected to a much bigger audience. And last year in 2019, I became more visible with my online coaching. I was invited to speak to 300 people at Anne Wilson's annual conference. I started the Property Vault podcast, and my visibility became global overnight and continues to be downloaded each day in more than 80 countries. And with this podcast, I'm currently visible across 69 countries, even though I only launched it seven months ago. And this year, I joined the Professional Speaking Association and entered the annual competition called Speaker Factor. I won my regional event in PSA Southeast and at the annual PSA Summit, I spoke in front of all my peers in the final. I didn't win, but it didn't matter. I'd become visible within this whole organisation. And on Saturday, just gone, I pulled together a podcast panel with three others to share our podcast experience for the PSA London Regional Monthly Event, hosted by Anthony Steers. 20 months ago, I'd barely even listened to a podcast, and now I have a podcast which is global. I have two. I've recorded over 200 episodes, and I'm in the top 1.5% of podcasts in the world out of 1.8 million shows. I guess that's pretty darn visible. So why am I sharing this story of visibility with you today? Well, I believe that the key learning is that visibility helps you to gain credibility, which provides you with more opportunities, such as collaborations, affiliations or partnerships. Increasing your visibility provides you with business opportunities to stand out as an authority in your field, share your learnings and insights, which inspire others to step up and become visible too. Showing up regularly and providing valuable, authentic content is key to your visibility and your credibility. Allow people to see what's really going on in your world. Be honest. Show them the real you. 
not the glossy edited version that you see on Instagram sometimes. Be vulnerable, just as Kim Adele was. So my question to you today is, how visible are you? Next up is episode 123 and another shout out. This time it goes to Olga Gaydana, who kindly brought me together with Adrian Hales. Follow your path with Adrian Hales. Adrian's an expert coach working with ambitious professionals and coaches who are unfulfilled and he helps them to awaken their leadership and free them from that fearful voice in their mind so they can create more impact in the world through the awakened leader coaching. He's a dyslexia advocate, a podcast host of Superhuman Journeys, a speaker, a former professional soldier and rugby player. Boy, did we talk rugby afterwards. So heeding the sage advice of his grandfather to follow his own path, Adrian passed on that wisdom in this episode, advocating that you create your own trail to make a difference in the world. In his coaching work, Adrian focuses on awakening leaders and their minds, encouraging them to take transformational journeys to follow their path of purpose. And through his own personal waking and superhuman journey, Adrian shares how values and energy have found significance and purpose in his life. He believes everybody has a life purpose that they're all put on this earth specifically for. And it's our job, it's your job to find out what your purpose is because we all want to get to the end of our life and feel that we've made a contribution or we've made a difference. Adrian said that energy can't be created or destroyed, it's just there. And he had a choice at one point in his life to stay and turn it down or leave and turn it up. There was a particular role that he wasn't happy in. And he found a better way and carved his own path. I feel that there's a common theme in this Reflections and Observations episode today about unique perspective, your living legacy and about your gift. Are you a trailblazer in life? What trail are you creating? Or does fear, procrastination or mental conditioning stop you from showing your gifts and creating that trail? And this conversation links back to our gift again. And whilst at school, some teachers values Adrian's gift and others dismissed it as their criteria for their talent and their values were not aligned with his. Sport was Adrian's gift, particularly in rugby and running. And he believes that we all have this superhuman gift inside of us. You have the ability to change the lives of others and make an impact. Follow your path, as this title suggests. Well, actually, it probably should be Create Your Trail because Adrian messaged me after we launched this episode saying he had had a big breakthrough having listened back to it as he remembered the exact words that his grandfather had said to him. He'd said, don't tread the path. That everyone else treads, but instead create your own trail. Adrian said that for him, trail could be broken down as an acronym to transforming reality, awakening and impactful leading. Leave a trail, very simple and yet so powerful and that it felt really good for Adrian to have been led to that inspired memory which had been triggered by our conversation together. I guess it's another ripple effect that's happened as a result of the podcast. 
And my final reflection today lies within episode 124, Think Big, Start Small with Patricia Fripp. Let's for a moment step into the world of Fripp, the world of business show business, a world of entertainment education. Fripp was given some simple advice. She was told to go to the next National Speakers Association convention. And she did. She went there. And what she saw was what was possible in the speaking world. Her interest had been piqued, but she realized that she, at that point she didn't have the talent or the skills and she didn't understand the business. So she spent eight years preparing and planning while still running her busy hair salon to go into the speaking world. And I, there's a bit of a coincidence of having two incredible speakers in this Reflections episode who've both come from the hair salon background, first Kim Adele and now Patricia Fripp. And what's common in both these ladies is their brilliant ability to captivate their audience, hold conversation and be the master of listening to their clients, whether it was in the chair of the salon, in the chair of a boardroom or from center stage. People skills and the ability to recognize the power of transformation play their part here as Kim Adele and Fripp demonstrate how transferable their initial business skills from the salon could be translated into the boardroom and onto the stage. Kim Adele talked of wanting to run from the stage for fear, yet stayed and delivered vulnerability with credibility. And that's exactly what Fripp does too. Not the running bit, the gift in her craft of storytelling. Focusing on how professionals from all industries communicate their ideas more effectively, Fripp has spent more than 30 years helping people to drive sales by perfecting their important conversations and presentations. Fripp has been named as one of the 10 top electrifying speakers in North America. And she's also been the recipient of the Cavett Award, the equivalent Oscar for speaking. Oh, another Oscar for this episode. And again, not quite the actual Oscar. I'll find one of those at some point to share with you. And Fripp shares her journey of hairdresser to motivational speaker and why she continues to change the world today by eliminating one boring presentation from the stage at a time. Fripp uses her name as an acronym to spell frequently reinforce ideas that are productive and profitable. So I will finish this episode with a final thought inspired by Fripp. What ideas do you have that are productive and profitable and are you reinforcing them? Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.